Blog Talk Radio. He was up each morning with the dawn because he knew his daily run was long and hard and he had to be ready to get his freight train down the track determination he would never lack a little locomotive called freight train Freddy Hi everyone Welcome to Getting on Top After a two week hiatus I'm back from vacation In California And uh, looking forward to doing the show today Um, We're going to be talking about why we're here And before I get to that uh, I just want to recognize Peter Tazone Who sang and wrote the song uh, Freight Train Freddy It's from a children's rhyming story that I wrote and uh, Peter illustrated very talented young man Peter and um, you can find out more about it it's about a uh, 19th century steam engine that goes through its daily harrowing run in the uh, old west and uh, you can see some of the beautiful pictures that Peter uh, draws and uh, check out his website with all his, his work and also see some of the uh, rhyming verse and get an idea about the story, go to ftfcreations.com. That's FTF, as in Freight Train Freddy, ftfcreations.com. And you can get the uh, ebook for two ninety nine for the Kindle or the I, for the uh, Apple. And the Apple also has the complete song that, uh, that Peter sings on the uh, uh as part of the uh a book and you can also get the soft cover version as well and order it there. So uh again you're listening to Getting on Top on Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host Paul Morris. We're here Wednesdays from four to four thirty PM and we broadcast from the Southern Hudson Valley region of New York State, which is the northern suburbs of New York City, just up the Hudson River. And um, just uh, where they're building the new Tappan Zee Bridge. So, today we're going to talk about why we are here. On the show, I, your host, will discuss the esoteric side of life, namely, what is truly important about our existence and which aspects are merely diversions to distract us and what's really going on, and why we need those distractions. What does what does life require? Distra- why does life de- require distractions? And uh, what is it really about? How do we know that the things that seem to be so important in our lives turn out to be not so crucial after all? And how we know what is essential in our lives on Earth? So we're going to get into that why we need to be distracted, what's important, what isn't, and how we know the difference. I'm going to talk about all those things uh, right now. So, let's start out with saying it's all one thing, all right? We're all connected, and people like to talk about we're all connected, we're all 
you know, everything everything has an effect on everything else, and it's true. <clears throat> and it's very new agey and all that stuff. Um, I'm not really a, a new age guy per se, but, you know, some things are correct I agree with, some things I might not. But regardless, it's about spirituality. It's not about religion. So get that straight right now. I'm not talking about religion. Uh, and I'm not going to go into that very much today. I just want to talk about how, you know, why we're here, as I said. And it has to do with spirituality. In other words, meaning there is another side. It's called heaven, paradise, whatever you want to call it. It's just on a higher vibrational frequency. <clears throat> and on the other side, everything is in a form of energy. And like uh, as uh, the good Dr. Einstein said, energy and matter are different forms of the same thing. <clears throat> and that's how the atom bomb works. It just takes matter and turns into energy. You get a huge amount of uh, of energy <laughs> explosion that comes out at the time. But energy and matter are the same thing. It's just different forms, just like water. Ice and steam are different forms of the same thing. <clears throat> so, <clears throat> so let's let's so let's create the environment to understand, you know, how everything works. <clears throat> okay, we are spirits. We are all um, have a soul. Even animals have souls. Everything living has a soul, um, and. And our soul nature is part of us. And when we're on the other side, we just have a soul only. And we have soul, uh, um, the uh, senses, we have soul senses. And they are, you know, work on the other side. And on the other side, which is just a higher vibrational, it's just a higher vibration uh, than higher frequency than we have here, here it's a very low frequency, there it's a very high frequency. So it's really all around us. It's not a place you've got to travel to. It's just around us. We can't perceive it because <clears throat> our physical senses, as opposed to our psychic senses, I'll explain that in a moment, <clears throat> are, you know, vision, hearing, uh, touch, taste, and smell. No, our vision only goes between uh, ultraviolet and infrared. We can't see beyond those vibrational frequencies outside them. And the same with our hearing. Only works within a certain frequency. And that's, you know, when someone has a dog whistle and only a dog can hear it, dogs have an ability to hear a higher frequency than a person. So they can hear it, we can't. Okay, so <clears throat> since... The other side is on a higher frequency. Our human physical senses cannot uh, pick them up, right? It's outside the frequency that we could pick up with our normal senses. But that said, since we are soul and a body combined, all right, our soul senses can pick that up. And our soul senses are extrasensory vision, hearing, 
feeling in the solar plexus. The uh, vision is in the third eye, be- just just above the eyebrow between the two eyes. The uh, hearing is near where our ears are. And uh, intuition, I call it, or knowing is above the head. Or for you who know about these things, it's in what's called the crown chakra. Okay? And um, that's where they reside. Everybody has them. Professional psychics, uh, you know, just have it better, just like somebody can play golf or tennis or write or sing better than someone else. Psychics just could use these senses better than regular people, but we all have them. We could all hit a golf ball. We could all hit a tennis ball and sing, even though it may not be that good. We may not do it as well, but we all can. So we all have these soul senses. We all can use them. We all get gut feelings from time to time. We may ignore them. We may not. And uh, if you want to hear more about that concept, just go to my podcast and you'll find I talked a couple of times about You Are Psychic. It's the name of the show and and uh, Beyond Being Psychic or how, develop, how to Develop Your Psycho Powers, Psychic Powers More. So you could check that out. I'm not going to go into detail in this show. But uh, suffice it to say, we have these abilities, and we have them because we have a soul, and our soul has senses, and our soul could see, it could hear, it could feel, and it could know. All right, our physical senses don't have the knowing, and uh, <clears throat> but when we have that ah, aha, I got it, you know, or something comes to us like, and we know it's up there. <laughs> that's that's the uh, knowing sense. That's the uh, the crown chakra. Anyway, okay. So why are we here? <clears throat> there are a number of uh, con- there are a number of theories about this. The basic one, the one I believe in the most, and I think the most important, is that we're here to learn life lessons. It's called a lot of people call it the Earth School because we come here to learn lessons, work out our karma. And part of working out our karma is to grow and to learn and to learn things. We learn by when we work through karma, we learn, we gain wisdom. The purpose is to gain wisdom. Think of it as a lump of clay or a piece of uh, a granite or uh, a marble, and a, a an artist, a sculptor can make it into something gorgeous. Like the David or the Pieta or the or the uh, uh, Moses, which uh, all of all of which my, my Michelangelo sculpted, <clears throat> and uh, so we are trying to go from this amorphous lump of something of of energy, soul energy, into a more sculpted, beautiful, uh, caring, loving. Uh, creature or soul, if you will. That's why you call sometimes people old souls, and some people are more refined, and some people are crude. Well, the crude people are probably, you know, younger souls that haven't been developed as much yet. So we come here to develop that and become, try to become as perfect as possible in God's image. I said it's not about religion, it's not 
Uh, I believe in God as a spiritual aspect, and uh, we're all part of God. We're all part of God's energy. It's all one, all right? We're just part of it that, uh, you know, is trying to perfect. Now, so the one theory is why we're here. We're here to perfect and to learn. And there's a uh, theory in in, uh, Jewish mysticism called Kabbalah that one reason we're here is to to know the difference, okay, to know the opposite. In heaven, everything is heavenly. It's called paradise for a reason. And everything you think is, okay, if you think you're playing tennis, you're playing tennis. If you think you're eating uh, meatballs and spaghetti, you're eating meatballs and spaghetti, even though it's not an authentic Italian dish. I won't get into that. Uh, Or whatever you think you're doing, you're having a beer, you're having a beer. It is what you think on the other side is. Automatically, instantly, it manifests that way. When we get to Earth, we got a different issue here. If you want something, you got to work for it because time is in the way and distance is in the way. So the basic difference one of two of the basic differences between heaven and earth is that heaven is everything is there is no time and space but which means it's all time and all space together at one time so everything is at once and you don't have to travel because it's all there on the earth you got to go where you have to go there's time and space and that is in the way of us manifesting what we want. So I wanted to be an engineer. I had to work hard in high school for four years and then go to college and work very hard to get my degree to become an engineer. So there was many years of time between my thought and my realizations. Uh, I had to work towards it. So that's the difference. If I want to see a baseball game, in, uh, you know, uh, live, I got to go to the stadium. You know, if I want to see the uh, the ocean, I got to go down by the shore and so on and so forth. There's time and there's space. And, you know, that's where all the action happens. That's why it's like that. So, so the second reason why we're here, the first reason is to learn. The second reason we're here is it is said in in the Kabbalah that the difference, we want to know the difference between so we appreciate heaven more, we come to earth where things aren't so nice and there's murder and rape and all these horrible things, people getting hurt and hurting each other in many different ways and strife and struggle and, and, and suffering so that we go back to heaven, we appreciate it more. We only know things by its comparison. That's what the Kabbalah says. And in the uh, Vedic tradition of India, they say, you know, God created life so we could see the variety, how many different songs and dances we can create, different varieties of life, fish and birds and mammals and 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 uh and also uh vegetation, trees and flowers and you know, you name it, <laughs> mushrooms, <laughs> and so on and so forth. So 
that's what they think. And they're not, you know, not, none of these contradict each other, and they may all be true at once. <clears throat> but let's talk about we're here to learn, okay? And I, I only have about 15 minutes. I, I might go a little over if necessary. So, you know, why? what is this about distraction? What does that mean? Well, first of all, this is very important. So let me cover this. The, the, the physical universe is a universe of duality that's critical and crucial. And everything has its opposite. Up, down, male, female, all right, black, white, good, evil, and so on and so forth. Everything has its opposite. It has to in this universe because we're a universe of duality. Even ideas have their opposite. That's why when you think of God, you have to think of the devil. Whether the devil really exists or not, the concept has to exist because we're in a universe of duality. So everything exists with its opposite. That's why people are usually not, you know, typically a little off. People are usually on the other side of the argument, right? You get the Democrats, Republicans, you get the conservatives and the liberals, and so on and so forth. And there's a reason why there's so many opposites like that. And again, it's because we're in a world of and universe of duality. So why? Why do we have duality? We have duality because <clears throat> duality creates differences. Differences creates conflict. And conflict creates struggle and and struggle creates suffering. And suffering creates change. And we hear the change. So this so all of this is so we change. And I talk about distractions, okay? I talk about distraction. We are distracted from understanding and knowing why we're here. We think this is all real, real, real. Well, in a sense it is. It hurts and it feels good. So it's real enough, you know. But it's not really who we are. <clears throat> the body dies and the soul goes on forever. All right? And we do get reincarnated many lifetimes until we learn our lessons. So we're distracted so we believe in what we're doing. If you're playing a game and you don't believe the game is real, worthwhile, you're not going to play it very hard. You're not going to put everything into it. So that's why we have the distractions. Distractions are, let's say, money, sex, power, all this thing. You know, being better, winning, being better than other people. It's not all about winning, even though, uh, what's his name? That guy from uh, uh, Two and a Half Men. <laughs> winning, it's about... No, it's not really. Uh, so... Charlie Sheen, <laughs> he's a character. Anyway, I don't dislike Charlie Sheen. He's just an interesting character. But the point, so the point is, a good question, an important question is, how do we know the difference between what's a distraction, what's real? Okay, well, you know the expression, you can't take it with you? All right, well, the things you can't take with you are a distraction. It's that simple. You can't take your money with you. You can't take... You know, your fame with you, you can't take your your power with you, you can't take any of those with you to the other side. They're gone when you leave. Your material material possessions you can't take with you, they're gone. So those are distractions. Yeah, they're fun to have, of course, but they're distractions. So 
What are the things that are important? The things that are important are the things you can take with you. What could be simpler than that? And what are those things? Relationships. What you learn. Things you know. Okay? Uh, lessons you've learned. The grow- when you grow spiritually and emotionally, you take that with you at last for eternity. How you perfect and get closer to perfection as a soul. Okay, the wisdom you gain, all those you take with you, those are the things that really matter, even though it seems like they don't so much. They do. Those are things that really matter. So why you're struggling to support a family and, and, and get some notoriety and maybe accumulate some money and, and get some power, whatever it is you like, you know, all that's taking place. This thing, this growth, we we have these moments, you see, these moments where we have to make a decision. Should I screw my partner out of money or should I take the high road? Should I do the right thing? Should I help this old lady across the street, even though it's going to take some of my time to wait for her and help her walk? Should I hold the door for someone because it's a nice thing to do, even though it may, you know, slow me down a little, all right? And those things, and you know, any decision we make to be a better person, okay, and not be selfish and so on, we grow from those things. And it's not coincidental, since there's time and space, that there's something called an event. All right, something called an event. An event is a moment, like I just described, where you have to make a decision. Something happens. And you have to make a decision. And when you do, you could take the high road and grow. Or you could stay where you are by taking the low road and not doing the right thing. And an event is something that happens at a certain time, certain place that we have. Time and we have three dimensions. We have space. And that creates the possibility of an event which takes place at a certain time in a certain place. Okay? So all everything that happens in life happens for a reason. Everything there is exists for a reason. Nothing is by accident. Okay? They even say coincidences don't exist. That coincidences are really there for a reason. It's called synchronicity. It's trying to tell you something. Okay? Trying to give you a message. So... Okay, so we're here to learn things, all right? And I discussed the distractions and what's essential. What's essential is to learn lessons. Okay, how do we know what lessons to learn? It's a great question. How do you know? Well, <clears throat> I uh, years ago I went to Tony Robbins' uh, seminar, okay? I listened to his tapes. I read his books. Interesting guy. He's a great salesperson. He's a great a marketeer. He's larger than life. He's like six seven. <laughs> Great speaker. And and uh I did the fire walk, which taught me that if I could do this, walk on red high coals with flames coming out and I could burn and I didn't then I could do anything. We were capable of doing anything. So I did I did that. And what what Tony Robbins always said, very smart. Now Tony Robbins doesn't invent this stuff. He reads it. He takes it from other people, but he knows what's good and what's not. It's not a commercial for Tony Robbins. 
I'm just saying I appreciate some of the things I've learned from him. And he knows the things that work. And one of the things he says is if you can't, you must. If you can't, if you can't, you must. Which means the things you're most afraid of and the things you think you can't do are the things you need to conquer. And there's a lot of wisdom there, a great deal of wisdom there. In fact, that's how you know what you should do. That's how you know what's essential to each individual. Now, I might not be afraid of change, and I might not be afraid of swimming in water and things like that or whatever it might be, or being on radio, but there are a lot of people that are, and I may be afraid of a lot of things that other people are not afraid of. So I need to work on the things I'm afraid of, and those people have to work on the things they're afraid of. All right? So that's one indication. And also the way it works is we have something called emotional trauma. And uh, one of the things I do as as I'm an emotional healing practitioner, which means I heal emotional trauma, I I developed a process to uh, heal emotional trauma for people. And, And in studying it, I realized that this emotional trauma put it to tie it all together with this why we're here, all right? <clears throat> the reason we get it, and we get it early in life, is to is to nag at us. It's a something that bothers us. Every time we see something that we're afraid of, every time it's triggered, we get this fear. So it's there to remind us that it was something we have to work on. We have to overcome these traumas. And I believe very strongly, it's just my personal opinion, that we get these traumas uh, because it's something we, that needs to be remi- we need to be reminded of all the time. And, you know, in the Jewish religion, um, the uh, Orthodox Jewish people wear, wear something that hangs out of their clothing and with little tassels on the bottom. And... Uh, and it looks funny, but the reason for it is to remind them, keep them mindful. Okay, those little tassels are there to keep them mindful of being a decent person and doing the right thing and so on and so forth, of their responsibility uh, as as a Jew and, you know, to carry out the relig- their religious uh, uh, tenets and so on. So... So these emotional traumas are there to remind us. And since they say you pick your parents, so we pick our parents, we choose our parents, because they're going to give us the love or the lack of love. They're going to hit us, they're not going to hit us. They're going to give us, you know, whatever they're going to give us, and they're going to not give us what they're not going to give us, and they're going to give us hang-ups of some kind. And we chose them, so they give us those hang-ups. And maybe they even agreed, they probably did, to play that part, to do that for us, like we did, like we agreed to give, do that for our children, whatever it might be, so that it would remind them to learn those lessons. So, the bottom line here is overcome your emotional traumas, overcome your fears, and when you do, you grow. They're there to help you, okay? They're there to remind you that that's what you have to work on, all right? When you see your house needs a paint job all the time or the wheel squeaks 
You know, the squeaky wheel gets oiled. All right, it's the same idea. This this emo, this negative thing that's bothering you, the thing you're afraid of, is there to remind you you need to work on it. And there is no greater feeling. Let me tell you, folks, and and you probably know yourself, that to overcoming something and to work towards it, to overcoming and getting over a fear, the feeling is unbelievable, magnificent, because it's why we're here, to overcome those fears. So have the courage. Courage is the key. Have the courage to overcome and face your fears. It's worth it. It's beautiful on the other side. Okay? It's just about time is up. Thanks for listening. And I just have a new uh, website put up, depressivesanonymous.org. Please check it out. Depressivesanonymous.org. Tough to spell. D-E-P-R-E-S-S-I-V-E-S-A-N-O-N-Y-M-O-U-S.org. You know, like Alcoholics Anonymous and Overeaters Anonymous, Depressives Anonymous. And you can find out some interesting things. The difference, men, women, and depression, for instance. Why twice as many women have the, are diagnosed with depression than men? Why depression and, 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 and uh, people taking their own lives, suicide, are so, so much tied together? And what the real meaning of depression is. And it's not a mood disorder. And why the medical community is so confused and, and having a problem in, the, in dealing with people with depressive disorders. Soon I'm going to be talking about uh, by, um, uh, depress- uh, manic depression, which is now called bipolar disorder. I'm going to be putting that up on the website in the coming weeks. So look for that. Thanks a lot, listening. We're going to go out to li- and listening to uh, uh, Peter's song, Freight Train Freddy. Bye. <laughs> He was up each morning with the dawn Because he knew his daily run was long and hard And he had to be ready To get his freight train down the track Determination he would never lack The little locomotive called Freight Train Freddy Everybody was his friend And they all helped him to the end To keep those freight cars rolling along steady He never knew what to expect And was very careful not to wreck The little locomotive called Freight Train Freddy The little locomotive called Freight Train Freddy's.